I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 323 here, and I am continuing my uniform series here, but I'm saving it to the end, and when you hear it, you'll understand why. Got the perfect guy to talk about right before a Rams-Saints game. So our next drop will be a Rams-Saints crossover segment with Tom Quartz. Then... Later in the week, over the weekend, we'll try to get a roundtable in that Seahawks-Eagles game. That result was not good from a Rams perspective. The Seahawks improved to 7-7. Seven and seven. I was kind of counting them out, assuming they would lose that game. They could potentially win out, and that could be bad news for the Rams. They travel to Tennessee, then they host the Steelers, and then close the season at Arizona Chances are they're going to lose one of those games, probably one of those road games. But if they sweep those three games, it could impact the Rams' playoff chances. not going to share my power rankings with you, but I have to tell you, a couple that I've seen really not giving the Rams the respect they deserve, in my opinion. Pete Prisco has them still at number 16. 
behind the Seahawks and Vikings. Sorry, not buying it. And I saw another one. I think it was on NFL.com. Same thing. Rams at number 16. Sorry, I have them much higher than that. Mostly good news on the Rams injury front. Rob Havenstein, Tutu Atwell, and Akilo Witherspoon all good to go. And look who's back. Ronnie Rivers. I missed this, but he was a full participant. Rams have not activated him yet. Designated to return, though, so we'll see what they do with him. Got three running backs on the active roster as it is. So, man, he looked really good before he got hurt. Not sure if the Rams will be willing to upset the apple cart there. Move on from Royce Freeman. Don't see that happening and exposing Zach Evans to the waiver wire by trying to sneak him onto the practice squad or something. I don't know what they're going to do, but Ronnie Rivers, he deserves a spot on this roster in my opinion. On the downside, Joseph Noteboom is nursing a foot injury. He did not practice. And the only other Ram listed was Trey Tomlinson, also did not practice due to a hamstring injury. The Saints, not in quite as good a shape as the Rams. Ryan Ramsick, their offensive lineman, is still out. And Chris Olave and Cameron Jordan, two of their better players, one on offense, one on defense, still limited. That would be a big deal if those three guys can't go. So where do we stand this week? Right now, the top three seeds, 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, the Bucks, the fourth seed with a 7-7 seven and seven record, and the Eagles locked in as the five seed. And then you have the Vikings and Rams, both at 7-7. Seven and seven. And a bunch of teams still in play here. The Seahawks and Saints, 7-7, seven and seven, and the Packers and Falcons, both 6-8. and eight. And this Rams-Saints game... It is basically a playoff game for our Los Angeles Rams. A loss would really cripple their path to the playoffs, whereas a win would be just the opposite. Be hard to deny the Rams a playoff spot if they beat the Saints here. Won't be locked in, but the prospects will be significantly improved. And before we move on, I'm going to share one fun fact with you, one fun stat. This is from John Breach of CBS Sports. Since the return of Thursday Night Football in 2006, a team from the Central Eastern Time Zone has flown west 19 times, which is what the Saints are doing Thursday. Those teams have gone 4-15. and 15. Let me preview this Rams-Saints game for you. Thursday Night Clash on Amazon Prime. Rams lead the series 43 wins, 35 losses, Remember, these teams were longtime NFC West rivals back in the day. That division included the Rams, Saints, Falcons, and 49ers. Rams won a bunch of division titles back in the day. Last time they played, a little over a year ago, in New Orleans. Saints 27, Rams 20. Andy Dalton versus Matthew Stafford. Stafford hit 2-2 Atwell for a 62-yard score. Dalton hit... Chris Olave for 53 yards. Rams led at halftime 14 to 10, but could not hang on. Any games that should be mentioned? Hmm. Well, you know what? Let's save that for my segment at the end here, where I unveil my uniform number, a player who wore number 23. We're going to talk about him, and I'll leave it at that for now. Odds, Rams favored by four. The game is in L.A. at SoFi, so therefore, no weather concerns. What have the Saints done this year? Well, they have a really weak resume, and that's because going into this season, 
They had, by most measures, the easiest schedule. They have wins against the Titans, Patriots, Colts, Bears, Giants, and two wins over the Panthers. Yeah, so they beat one team with a winning record. So they beat the teams they're supposed to beat, I suppose, but not impressed. They are, however, on a two-game winning streak, having given up just 12 points over the last two games. To two pretty anemic offenses, though, the Giants and the Panthers. Stats-wise, their offense is pretty middling. Don't hang their head on anything in particular, really. Just average at passing and running the ball. On defense, 11th overall, but they give up 126 yards rushing a game. So if you're going to ding the Saints, that's how you're going to ding them. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Player stats, David Carr has missed some time, but over 3,000 yards passing. He completed 80% of his passes last week against the Giants. He has 16 TDs and 7 interceptions. He's a good quarterback. Falls into that category of, you know, too good to move on from, not good enough to carry your team to a Super Bowl victory. Although the Raiders did move on from him, so give them credit, I suppose. Chris Olave missed last week, but he has 918 yards receiving. He's a really dangerous guy. Alvin Kamara, still there, has been there forever, it seems like. 
630 yards rushing, a really good receiver out of the backfield. And Taysom Hill is a guy you have to be concerned about. He'll line up a few snaps a game at the quarterback position, but as much a threat to run the ball as to pass. On defense, Cameron Jordan, a really good defensive end. Demario Davis, their middle linebacker, gets it done. Tyron Matthew, still in the league. You know, I didn't even realize that, playing safety for the Saints. They're coached by Dennis Allen. And, you know, I couldn't find any ramp connections on this team. But you remember Kevin Carberry. He was the offensive line coach that came from Stanford to the Rams. He was with the Rams just last year. He is an offensive line assistant with the Saints this year. A couple of draft picks they had that I really liked. Jake Hayner, the quarterback out of Fresno State. And Isaiah Foskey, the edge rusher out of Notre Dame. Hayner, of course, not playing at all. Isaiah Foskey, not sure about him. Pretty much buried on the depth chart, though. What are my fearsome four keys to this game? Well, you know, I've kind of grown to like the Rams' bend-but-don't-break philosophy on defense. The problem is they have been breaking too much, giving up big plays over the top, beating our secondary, our safeties and cornerbacks alike. If we're going to continue playing this bend-but-don't-break, can't be giving up those big plays. Kind of defeats the whole purpose of this defensive philosophy, so we need to tighten that up. Did a little better last week, but we did give up the one play. Darion Kendrick getting beat late. So need to tighten that up. Make the Saints drive the field. Here's some key number two. Just a clean game. And we've been doing really good at that. Matthew Stafford has been very good at protecting the ball. Not taking risks. Now we had a couple fumbles, but I think that was an anomaly. Kyron Williams will be fine. So no devastating turnovers. We can afford a turnover here or there, but now we really lucked out last week, but that did take points off the board. We would have probably had 10 additional points if it weren't for those two fumbles, possibly even 14. Here's some key number three, man, field goals could be crucial in this game. It's going to be tighter. It's going to be a little bit low scoring. And what worries me about Lucas Haversick, and the announcers pointed this out, it's not like he's missing the post just outside the left or right post. It's not like he's just off a little bit. His misses are really bad, and that concerns me. No excuses at a stadium like SoFi, too. Should be pretty easy. Man, he's going to have to hit these kicks. If we miss one or two field goals, it could end our season. And fearsome key number four, probably should have been number one here. Pound the ball on the ground. Get this running game rolling. Kyron Williams, a little bit of Royce Freeman. Get our wide receivers involved. We've been doing really good with that. This Saints defense, a little difficult to pass the ball on. You can pound them on the ground, though, and we have the offensive line and the running backs to do that, and that's what we got to do. Final word, hard to assess the Saints because they've had such an easy schedule, but give them credit. They've taken care of the teams they're supposed to take care of for the most part. Haven't done much outside of that, though. Nothing to really impress you. Their defense has been spot on over the last couple weeks, though. But remember, that was against Bryce Young and Tommy DeVito. Hey, I love Tommy DeVito, but he's no Tom Brady, right? The Saints also get their great wide receiver back. Derek Carr, a seasoned quarterback, but he 
is known to make the occasional blunder. Let's hope he makes one Thursday night. Talented guy that can pile up some yardage. Just got to make sure we don't give up any big plays to him. But I think the Rams will establish the run in this game and Carr will make a mistake or two and the Rams win. It won't be easy. We'll be squirming in our seats late into the fourth quarter, but the Rams win 23-20. to 20. Hey, it's episode 323, so I'm going to talk about a Ram who wore number 23, and this was an easy decision to make. It is Saints week, after all. The Rams playing the New Orleans Saints, and who do you think I want to talk about? I'm going to talk about a guy that New Orleans Saints fans will never forget, and you know, actually, I'll never forget either, even though he had a very short spell with the Rams. It was pretty impactful. One of the most famous plays in the history of NFC Championship games. Yeah, you guessed it. Nickel Roby Coleman out of Frost Proof, Florida. Yes, that's right. Frost Proof, Florida. I'm assuming they've never had a frost there. I certainly hope not. Roby Coleman played his college ball at USC undrafted, signed with the Bills, played there for four years, and then in 2017 was signed by the Rams. Basically, a third cornerback, a slot corner. That's the type of role he played. And after the Rams, he moved on to play briefly with the Eagles, Lions, and Raiders. But but he will always be remembered for a singular play. January 20th, 2019, closing minutes of the NFC Championship game, 20-20 to tie, 145 left in the game. The Saints have the ball, trying to pick up a first down deep in Rams territory, and if they do, they can run out the clock, kick the game-winning field goal. Drew Brees trying to hit Tommy Lee Lewis on the sideline, and Coleman breaks up the pass. Hey, this is what I saw. Pretty clean play. Great coverage by Nicole Roby Coleman. Would have been a first down, but Saints had to kick the field goal. And everybody's complaining like there was pass interference on that play. And I don't know, maybe he got there a tad early. I don't know, you have to ask a Saints fan their opinion on this. Probably be a little bit different than mine. But that's what I saw, a great play by our cornerback. Well, they get the go-ahead field goal, but there's enough time for Jared Goff and the Rams to answer with a field goal of their own to send the game into overtime. And Greg Zerline, who had kicked the 48-yarder, to tie it up, kicks the game winner after Dante Fowler pressures Drew Brees and John Johnson intercepts. Rams get the game winner. We all remember that play. It wasn't that long ago. Sent the Rams to the Super Bowl, basically. So shout out to Nicole Roby Coleman for a great play in the secondary for our Los Angeles Rams. One for the history books. And I have a feeling Saints fans feel the same way. going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there